the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and way Laurent. thank you for tuning in now let the show begin yeah, yeah. the ultimate deck podcast let's go episode 204 with wade and shane <laughs> Welcome back to episode 204 of the Ultimate Tech Podcast. By the time this one goes live, we'll be back from IBS. So, what was your favorite part? The traveling. Yeah, really good this time, eh? Super smooth, no issues, direct flights. Love it. Uh, yeah. Yep. The traveling is uh, has been really good. Yes. Uh, we're, <laughs> yeah, well, it's the first time that we've had a direct maybe flight. Framing? In, was that? <laughs> maybe the framing? The framing is your favorite part? Um, it's the first time we'll have had a direct flight in a while, so I'm looking forward to this trip that happened last week. <laughs> of course. Uh, we'll get right to it, Wade. Would you rather... Ready. ...be extremely attractive or be married to someone who is extremely attractive? Ooh, I feel like we've done this before. We've done one very similar to this, yeah. But the other one is like them attracted to you, like somebody oh, ugly yeah, is attracted yeah, to you. This yeah, was yeah. just, would you rather be st- extremely attractive or... Be married to someone who's extremely attractive. I pick extremely attractive. For you? Yeah. Really? Eh? Yeah. Okay. Because I, everybody wants what they don't have. Like people that have curly hair want straight hair and people that have straight hair want curly hair. Okay. So I'd like to be attractive. So that'd be good. Then. So you could want to be not attractive? No. No, 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 because I already am not attractive. Gotcha. So I would pick that. Then also, I think that if you were attractive, you would likely be able to get an attractive wife. Uh, the premise of this, though, is that it's either or. You would not have an no, attractive wife. No, you told wife. me to think deeper into these questions, and I have now. Oh, my God. I would rather be married to someone who's attractive, because if you're married, you're they done can't. using your attractiveness. <laughs> <laughs> like... You're then not fishing anymore, so therefore your your bait is not useful. I don't uh, know. But if you are married to someone attractive, you get to enjoy that every day. I, yeah, but I think if you were attractive, then you could find an attractive mate. Uh, and then there's all kinds of different studies that show life is so much easier if you are attractive. It's like you're able to get on oh, that's true. flights that are crowded. All of a sudden, they'll pick you out of the crowd and be like, hey, super attractive person, come here. Yeah. This is true. They get, get better marks and exams. Yeah. They, the like you typically get paid better. So anyways. Oh, fair enough. Maybe there's a whole bunch that. of stuff to it. 63% of people said that they would rather be extremely attractive mm-hmm. than marry someone. That's the first time I've actually hit the norm on that. So. You did, yeah. Well done. Well done. Would you rather save the world but die as a hero in the process or save the world but nobody knows? Ooh, I would save the world and nobody knows. Yeah, because you get to live. Yeah. I feel like that should take precedence. No, some people are super vain. They want the fame. Some people would absolutely want to go out as a hero. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this world anyway. Like, in today's world, there's probably um, more of those than there maybe For sure. It's like, how many followers would it get me if I died? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter? (laughs) Uh, so save the world, but nobody knows. Let's go with that one. And 61%. See, freaking 39% of people would rather die to be famous. Yeah, I just like can't. I can't. Silly buggers. Fame never gets me. Would you rather spend $100 on clothes 
or spend a hundred dollars on food. Food. Yep. That's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't even have to think about no that. No piece of clothing has ever made me as happy as like a smash burger steak or like, yeah, or a giant pizza or something. So food and 57% of people say food. Yeah. Well, food. you did well on that one, son. I won them all. You did. Uh, so today's topic, God, this thing is like, our systems are acting up. That's like a common theme with us. It's almost like for our American friends who believe that we all live in igloos up here in Canada and don't have internet, it's a hard, we're having a hard time convincing them otherwise. <laughs> we have so many <laughs> internet troubles in this office. We need to move it out of this office, maybe. Yeah, or the put the booster in here. Something needs to happen, because I feel like this is not working properly again. But regardless, it'll still make its way onto the podcast. Uh, we're talking about today the top 10 most interesting statistics about outdoor living. So this is kind of a curious little topic. We've never done a, just a statistical curiosity kind yep. of thing before, so this will be interesting. Uh, number one, Wade, according to the National Association of Home Builders, decks and patios are among the most popular outdoor living features requested by homeowners, which makes perfect sense to me. If you don't, like, in your backyard, that's what I would choose. Okay. Before a fence or, like, mm, yeah, I think before... Mm, <laughs> Would you rather have a deck in your backyard and no fence or fence and no deck? Fence. Yeah, mm-hmm. eh? I would do the fence first. Like You mu- didn't. They must be assuming. You built your deck first. I did do my deck first. Yeah, I did. But that's because I was waiting for neighbors on the fence side of things. I didn't have neighbors yet. So I didn't want to pick a ditch and pay for it all. I was like waiting for somebody to mm-hmm. split that cost with me. Uh, so this makes sense. Decks and patios are what make a backyard uh, livable and fun. So more better sense to me. Number two, in a survey conducted by the national association of home builders, 63% of homeowners said they have a decker patio. Okay. That makes sense. I believe that's a, like that's for sure regional because I, I would think that here it'd be a lot higher than that. But I also know that we've been, we've, we've been through some States down driving, maybe not we together, but I've seen like there's areas that like they're just not common. Yeah. The, the decks are built on slabs. So they don't have a walkout. It's just you walk out to the backyard. So they may have a small little stepper landing, but they don't really have a deck or patio necessarily. I would say here, the average house, like it's like probably it's 95%. Be, yeah, I was going to say 80, but yeah. sure. Like find a house that doesn't. Yeah. So it's pretty common Anything here, that the builders put up. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I don't understand that either. I don't know why builders don't put decks on houses. I don't know. But they're, they, they eventually get them. They just don't build them. Yeah. They put the ledger board. It, it's so common here that the houses get built with ledger boards on them ready for a deck, yeah. even if they're not yeah. built. Here's your 14-foot ledger. Because there's no there's no debate. That's are, like are the, we doing a deck or not? It's just people do decks. That's like the hot dog people don't talk to the bun people, you know? Say what? Yeah, I know. I didn't show my work. Here, I'll show it. So I all of these so. home builders put 14-foot ledgers on their house. Yeah. Because that's the cheapest board. Right? Like a 14-footer cost per foot is less than a 12-footer or 16-foot. Sure. But they don't know that composite decking comes 12 feet and 16 feet long. Right? Yeah, they don't care. So it's wrong. It's not. It's like the hot dog people don't talk to the bun people. You get 12 buns and eight hot dogs. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like you're in this infinite cycle. Yeah. You got to buy two packs of buns and three packs of dogs before this thing starts to make sense. So do you think they don't talk? You said you get caught in a cycle and you have to buy more. Yeah, maybe. Sounds like a perfect strategy. Yeah. Sounds like they talked a lot. Maybe they talked too much. Yeah, they, I think it's more maybe that. 
Um, <laughs> number three, 72% of homeowners who have a deck or, patio, deck or patio use it for dining and entertaining. Yeah, 72%. That's, that's good. That's dining and entertaining. Do. What else would you use it for? You know what, though? I'm surprised that... Shooting my bow. When we, <laughs> when we do uh, designs, sometimes people don't request to have an eating area. They're just like, I want a lounger with a fireplace and whatever, and they don't have no intention of eating outside. Like, they don't need a table. You know what? Like, here, I think that... Like, I don't think I would eat outside on the deck very often. It's always windy. Yeah. So your stuff is blowing around. Flies. There's bugs. Right? And so it's like It's dust, rarely an enjoyable experience. Dust, dirt, and bugs. It's just like, no thanks. Yeah. And then you ate outside one time on a cruise ship and there was pigeons. Like, that's a real life <laughs> yeah. thing. The Seagulls, I guess. The idea pigeons. of it is fantastic. The idea of like going outside and having lunch outside and doing so, a barbecue is awesome. If I lived in the mountains, I would because the bugs are way less. The wind is way less. Right? Like yep. you get in that Canmore Banff area, I would be. I'd You'd be all about all, it. All the time. Okay. And I'd have to because my house would be so expensive. I wouldn't afford the square footage there, so I'd you have to put it have outside. You just live in a tent in the woods. <laughs> put boards down and eat on them. Yeah. Number four, according to the American Society of Landscape Architects, fire pits and fireplaces are among the most requested outdoor living features. That happens here too. People often talk about putting a fire pit or a fire table. Yeah, on I think the, the invention or the uh, invention, sure. Of natural gas or propane fire pits has like changed that a lot because there's so many rules around open fire pits, open burning fire pits. You like you couldn't really do that on a deck very easily. Um, but being able and to it's fire like up a pretty dangerous. Or, and, yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like not allowed to or shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, but with natural gas or propane, it allows you to put a safe and usually like very styled. Like it can become like it looks part good. of the aesthetic of your deck to have a nice like yeah. whatever. It's not just some iron ring right. that flames don't come out of. Yeah. Right? It it's replaces a coffee table in a way. It becomes a centerpiece of it around or in the middle of a like a seating area yeah. as opposed to just a coffee table or something. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. And there's nothing better than sitting around a fire. The ambiance of sitting around a flame is for whatever reason. Like we're, we're moths. Moth to a flame. Metallica. All Got it. What's the next one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like the smell of fire though. That's not true. I like the smell of fire. I don't like the smell of fire the next day. Right. Like on you. But if you're doing smoke. just like a gas fire place, something like that, Fine. you don't want it smelling like smoke. Yeah. Sorry, you talked about fires and I was I built a fire yesterday and then yeah. today my clothes smelled. And my so I smelled. like the smell of them if, as long as it's not on me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're camping and you can smell something has a fire going, it's like, oh, Ooh, yeah, that's bad. That's like but bacon. Then when you really go like to put your bacon. clothes on the next day or you go to wash them and they stink like smoke, that's not good. Yeah. Or even your hair. It's like when you have breakfast, it's great. And then you go grocery shopping and you come back and your house still smells like bacon. You're like, yeah, knock all the windows out, tear the place down. So last night, this my, is awful. I was getting ready to go to dodgeball. I got home at like five after six, dodgeball at 630. was trying for a quick turnaround here. My wife was making whatever she was making for supper. I was going to miss it. But um, she like, she was making something and all of a sudden I came upstairs and it just smelled unreal. It was like, boom, the garlic went in. And like cooking so garlic, it's just like. It's so good. Yeah. But I was like, God damn it. I'm going to stink like garlic now and I haven't even had any. I didn't get to enjoy it, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm going to smell like it. Mm -hmm. uh, number five, a study by the Hearth Patio and Barbecue Association found that more than half of homeowners who have an outdoor living space use it for cooking and grilling. Yeah. I would have guessed that would be higher than that. Well, to be fair, it just said more than half. 
could be 51 <laughs> or 99. Yeah. Didn't get real specific there, but uh, yeah, I would say obviously. I would think that most, most certainly around here decks have a barbecue on them here yeah. at least, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them are now getting smokers on them or big grills. That's a that's something that you could talk about as a different word. So you talk about composite barbecues and grills. Yeah, yeah, composite and composite. What we call a barbecue up here is significantly different than a barbecue it's in Texas. What, yeah, they call it a grill. That's right. You're not barbecuing, you're grilling. Right. We grill everything. Nobody and barbecues up to here. To them, barbecuing is like open pit, at like wood or charcoal. Some and days. like smoking it and like, it's yeah. like, yeah, we grill. I we guess. grill everything. But we call them barbecues. We're grilling it on the barbecue. Yeah. So sue us. Uh, the av- Number six. <laughs> the... <laughs> The average cost have to you, build. No. Have you seen the stuff going on between Rory McIlroy uh, Rory and Patrick Reed right now? Yeah. No. No. You haven't. So Patrick Reed flicked a golf tee at Rory the other day. They were at a golf tournament. And okay, Patrick Reed walked up and like shook hands with a bunch of people. And he went to shake Rory's hand. But Rory didn't turn around. He was like playing with his track man or something. So anyways, he didn't turn around and shake hands so then Patrick really flicked a tee at him and so apparently I don't know if I understand this totally correctly but I believe that what happened was somebody did something to Patrick Reed last year in retaliation to something he did and then he sued them he like Patrick Reed sued somebody who hurt his feelings okay and so now everybody's like well, what are you doing like he flicked a tee at you and Rory is like yeah I couldn't do anything about it because he'd probably just sue me after that anyways and so these guys are like anyways, there's a little like high school drama going on on the PGA tour right now. Anyway. Golf, soccer, soccer style like, drama. So sue me. And then that triggered that. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, the average cost to build a deck ranges from 15,000 to 35,000, depending on the size materials and location of the deck. Yeah. That I, sounds about right. I would have guessed that that was correct. Yeah. That's a pretty big range they gave, but it's, it's fair. Like a moderate composite deck with aluminum rails. I would have rolled that crazy. down a little bit. I would have been like 10 to 10 to 25, but sure. Sure. It's certainly the right range. That's a very common range, yeah. I'll say. For for a good, like a 250, 300 square foot average size deck, that mm-hmm. seems about mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, for materials, and maybe, like, a, so it depends on so many things. Like I said, it depends on size, materials, and location. Number seven, return on investment for a deck can be as high as 80% or more, making it a worthwhile home improvement project. Says who? Uh, they didn't say that one didn't have a source. <laughs> So, for probably according for to the Shane reason. Chapman Institute of Decks, <laughs> that's a huge return. That's a that's bigger than I would have guessed. So I've read the same statistic from whatever, like real realtor companies or something. I don't know who, but like actual sources. Yeah, that say that I've read it eighty percent or higher on a composite deck, you'll get your return on. But then on wood decks, it's so much lower. That's one of the selling features of a composite deck yes. is they maintain it their value. It retains value, yes. Whereas wood erodes because it's a project. People, When you go to buy your, sell your house, people are like, ugh, I have to take care of this piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe that furnace guy could come over and stain this while he's changing the filter. Right, yeah. That's a good life hack, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've heard that before on a composite deck, so maybe that's what they're referencing here. Uh, Number eight, a survey by the National Association of Landscape Professionals found that 72% of homeowners believe that an outdoor living space makes their home feel larger. Yeah, agreed. 100% it should, right? And if you do it properly, the reason it makes your house feel bigger is you should be putting the room you want 
that the one that's not in your house that you want should be outside. Right. So if you need more living room or more dining room. Closet. More closet. Put your closet Put outside. storage outside. Put your water, put your under deck drainage. Sure. There and store things under your deck. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're missing in the house should be outside. So I I uh, yearn for the day where I have a house that's got like a nice big like sliding open like where it's just like almost the wall between the inside and outside can be erased. Oh. On a, on a warm day, it's just like slide the whole thing open and it's just like transitions out. That would be sweet. What and then a state pool in the are you going to live in? Right? You can't yeah, do that I here. Mm. Like the doors and windows exist, but you can't do that yeah. here. The week we're about to Watch have. Watch me. <laughs> well, I'm going to close them during this. This week they'd be closed. <laughs> you think they'd be closed, but like, you see how our aluminum doors handle the weather here. But that would for sure make the space feel bigger. If for no other reason than the light coming in and like the, yeah. just visibly, you, there's no barrier, even when they're closed, like seeing out onto it, just make the, the inside room even feel larger. Yeah. But certainly when you have people over in the summer or whatever, and you can kind of open the door and like, use both inside and outside space or whatever. Like it, it absolutely makes sense that yeah. people would feel like it makes their homes feel larger. Yeah. Um, number nine, according to the American Society of Landscape Architects, outdoor kitchens are among the most popular outdoor living features. Okay. I would have guessed fire table. And we had that earlier, right? That was another statistic earlier. Is that that was also one of the most popular outdoor f- features? Yeah. Certainly kitchens have picked up some steam in the last few years. 10 there, years, let's say. Yeah, and there's because there's been some advancements on having less expensive kitchens. Yeah. That like or or like the wolf kitchens are basically kind of knock down or box system. They're a modular kitchen which you can just like order boxes and screw them together. Sure. That like when you start to make things a little bit easier, then of course it's going to take off. Yeah. So uh, I'd love a kitchen. I like I'd like to do a back oh, I a would deck really that would like be one. Like, I mean, it's one great. thing to have a grill on your deck. See what I did there? Yeah. I've got the grill and the smoker, but it's not a kitchen. No. Like, to have actual counter space out there and storage and a sink. I would have a sink if I could and, like, do it do all. all your prep and all your shit out there. Because right now, like, still for me, the prep all happens inside the house. Then you throw shit on a cutting board or a plate. You haul it out to the barbecue, cook it, and then you haul it back in. If I could just take everything outside and just, like, do everything outside, especially if you're entertaining outside. Yeah, everybody so comes over. The kitchen. And then it's like. Come on over. Let's just go right to the back. And then you've got your your whole wall removed like you've accordioned it up. Yep. And everybody walks right through. Yep. And then you're in the back. And they're like in the pool and they're by the fire pit and grilling up a storm. You got your you got your fridge there. Fridge out there. Your yep. drinks. Gotta have the fridge. Mm. That'd be good. No wonder they're one of the most popular outdoor features. Can be pricey though. Not can be. They are pricey though. <laughs> You know what, though? We've looked at some some kitchen um, products that are much more reasonable in price where it kind of brings them into, like, the average person's budget again. Yeah. So those aren't really those cabinets, so they're kind of like shelves. No, right? o- like, they're open, yeah. But, they're, but, but they do have okay. the sink functionality and whatever else. So it's like... Shelves is fine. Like, you're not going to put the fridge in it. You could put your own... I don't you know. Does the fridge, fridge do okay it? outside? Yes. Like, can you just do, like, a, a regular, like, bar fridge outside in the, in the elements? 100% okay. okay. Yeah. Just, like, put a back on it. Like, I would I would sheet in the back so it didn't get filled up with snow and stuff in the yeah. wintertime. But then unplug it and leave the door open. And it can drop in temperature. That's fine. There's no liquid in it. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. I didn't know if, like, the finish on the outside would, like, 
cake off in the sun. Or I believe like, the sun would hurt it the most, yeah. but if you could cover it. Like. Sure. Well, there you go. Kitchens on a budget. <laughs> Next. Number 10. A study by the National Association of Home Builders found that outdoor living spaces are among the top features that homeowners want in their homes. Yeah. And especially over the last few years where it was like there was some restrictions on what you could and couldn't do and where you could and couldn't go. Yeah. And increasing the idea of like 100%. making your own space better. And I've also talked to some people recently who have had cabins, other location, sold their cabins mm-hmm. and have like just done a better backyard, yeah. pool, grill, like a kitchen area, all that stuff. Because instead of using the cabin eight weekends out of the year and really you're up there and then you, like you work. That's what you do. Yeah. You cut the grass and then you clean all the spider webs and you wash everything and then like you work. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I've never owned a cabin, but when I heard of people starting to do this trend, your first thought is like, oh, really? Why? And then <clears throat> when they explain it to you, it makes perfect sense. I get to use the pool every day. The cabin I go out to maybe every weekend, but probably every other weekend throughout the summer. And I go there and I have to spend the one whole day mowing the lawn and taking care of the place and cleaning it up and then enjoy it for a little bit and then I drive back and it's an hour and a half away. So yeah. I'm like, how much fun am I really having out there? If I put this money into my backyard, I get to enjoy this every day I want. It's like you time. come home from work at five o'clock and you run, whatever, you run and you take your kids to ball and then you come back and then you're like, say you're home by seven o'clock. It's like, okay, well now you can just go in the pool for an hour. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't you even get to the cabin. You're yeah. not increasing your maintenance. You already had to mow your backyard and take care of your backyard. Yep. So you don't have the second property you got to maintain and take care of. Or second set of appliances or second set of furniture or second set right. of... Cutlery and, and just easier to entertain. It's it's harder to like get a group of people and be like, come out to the cabin. It's an hour and a half away. That's a commitment for everybody to do. But yep. but having that, all those amenities in your backyard means you could just do that anytime. Mm-hmm. And it's not a commitment. It's easy for people to slide over and stay and then Uber home if they need to and whatever else. Like, Maybe yeah, that's so a good reason to have a cabin, actually. Makes <laughs> it makes people be in your pool all the time. Right. You'd never have your own space. But for me, with like four boys at home, I would love to have a, a sweet-ass backyard with a pool and a big deck and a kitchen outside and all that stuff that we could enter we could enjoy every weekend yeah versus like having to pack everybody up and haul them out to the cabin and sure you get to go out in the lake but all that really happens is while you're trying to take care of the place and mowing the lawn they're just like can we go can we go in the lake can we go on the boat can we go can we go and you're like i gotta finish doing this and so then i can see how that would happen <laughs> turns dad, out i just dad mow. dad yeah dad before you even got there you'd be done with it yeah like the drive alone get out yeah what you're gonna walk to the cabin so that by the time you get there all my stuff's done and then we can go in the water yeah so that makes perfect sense to me why people would want to do that nowadays so that's interesting i think that was a good one just kind of go through and like not a lot of surprises like fire tables are are hot yeah Yeah, sure i of course they are yes people want to grill outside yeah Mm-hmm. Usually what they do with it. But some interesting statistics nonetheless. The old thanks, Captain Obvious. One of those, hey? Right. Well done. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that's it for episode 204. We'll see you again next week for, uh, you guessed it, 205. Woo! Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.